This is a podcast from UBSMS. For more information, visit ubsms.org.uk. Well, let me begin at the beginning and end at the end of that passage. I have heard, when I was a teacher, another teacher say to the class, you need to grow up, or similar words. I may even have said it myself. And of course it is totally unfair. The whole point of a teacher is to help those same children grow up. But not so of adults. Grow up, says Paul. But only in your thinking. Regards to evil practices, stay as infants. Be innocent. Why is he saying that they need to grow up in Corinth? Well, I'm afraid we're back to tongues and prophecy again. There's a rather obscure verse there from Isaiah that needs a little bit of explanation. Foreign tongues, he says, using Isaiah, are a judgment from God on the unbelieving listener because they can't understand. Prophetic words from God can turn the heart of an unbeliever. He gives another reason why tongues have to be interpreted and prophecy is superior. And he goes on to say, a bit more order if you don't mind, don't all speak at once like children. You have to imagine now we're in a very... um, unstructured situation where people will meet in a house church or slightly larger where different people will talk and maybe there's interpretation or maybe not and one person wants to speak and then another one and it's all a bit of a mess in our benefits i have to say we do not have this problem we don't have actually the problem stroke joy of tongues and lack or presence of interpretation in church God's word, I think, is heard in our churches by the work of the Holy Spirit through sermons, but really in a word of prophecy standing alone. In short, the Corinthians had problems in places where we don't even have places. Even Paul's command for there to be order in church is less relevant for us. The truth is we have order in abundance to the extent it may even be restricting the work of the Holy Spirit. This is conjecture, but if Paul were writing to us, perhaps he would tell us rather than growing up, we need to be young again in the joy of the Holy Spirit. Just a thought. But many of you listening would have jumped straight on to his command to women to be silent in church. And of course, this verse has caused a lot of problems. And I have to say, I am certain, and I mean absolutely certain from the scriptures, it should not be taken at face value. Even in the letter to Corinthians, there are examples of women speaking in church. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 5, in this very section that we're studying right now, Paul writes, every woman who prophesies, clearly assuming that women did speak and do speak, and are prophets. And we see this elsewhere in the New Testament. Women are speaking in church in that context. 
So why this command from Paul about, in the context of, order in worship? The truth is we don't know for sure. We do know for sure there is something happening in Corinth that means that Paul has to make this command so that there is order in church. One guess, and I think it's a good guess, is that the social conditions meant there was chattering by the women in church. In those days, the men were more likely to be literate than the women. It is quite possible that the preaching or the speaking would have been in a different dialect from what they were used to. Furthermore, and I've seen this in the Middle East even to this day in the Coptic church, the men were on one side and the women on the other. There could quite easily have been a physical division. And we need to add to that something very positive. This was an oral culture where you learnt by speaking to one another, not as much by reading. You put all that together and you have a scenario, quite likely, where the women on the one side were chattering to one another, saying, what does this mean? What's going on? I don't understand. Or, let's be honest, because we're human beings, uh, my son's got a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or uh, what about the washing, or whatever. In short, the women were chattering, and that had to stop. If you want to know what it all means, Paul says, ask your husbands at home in peace and don't disturb the meeting. A very different scenario from saying that women cannot speak, cannot pray, cannot prophesy, cannot be an integral part of worship. Well, that is a suggestion for what's going on. If it isn't exactly that, it's something like that. Women and men, Paul says, in Christ are at one and are together, and we worship together, and that is very good news. But let there be order, but don't quench the Spirit. Amen.